Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Chris Coca Podcast. <laughs> if this is the first time here, you're welcome. If you always listen, ah, please keep listening. You're also welcome. As you are well aware, we are here to demystify the era of the three C's, accelerate a change, overwhelming complexity, tremendous competition. And today I have a lovely guest. Hey, the guest, the, the brand is solid, <laughs> And talk about um, let's switch to education small. I mean, making the best of school or taking advantage of our educational system or making use of great opportunities that come our way. I know most of us, or if you're a student listening, sometimes you don't take advantage of the opportunities that are given to you while in school. And if you are a graduate, I don't think it's too late to take advantage of opportunities that are still around. And so I have a very lovely guest. He's he's a software engineer at Goldman Sachs. Guys, Goldman Sachs! Why are you like this? <laughs> he, she went to Legon, but she ran away to a chassis. <laughs> I have to mention that. She just had to add it. I have to add it. So, <laughs> She's in the person of Ifwa Kesewa Boatin. Do, do you mind introducing you? Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Um, hi, everyone who listens to Chris Koke's show. Thank you for being here. Sorry, the Chris Koke podcast. I'm so sorry. For <laughs> us. Uh, my name is Ifwa Kesewa Boatin. Like Chris said, I went to Legon for a year. Then I switched and moved to Ashesi. Um, for four years where I finished my undergrad. Uh, my major was in computer science and while I was there, I doubled in other things that interested me. And I'm currently, like you said, a software engineer at Goldman Sachs in London. Um, so yeah, my day job, I'm a SWE and then, you know, I'm also a podcaster and I'm a blogger and I do other things that we can talk about. <laughs> You are doing a lot. You know, I'm not going to that. You, this innovate children, you're always doing a lot. But yeah, if I say you're welcome to. Thank you. Um, so. And um, I, I feel you have a lot to share with us like today. For me, it's more about um, taking advantage of opportunities that always come to us. I know you are you are the kind of person that's like a go-getter. Like you just push for it, like through thick and thin. And I want you to share your story, where you stuff. I mean, like looking at the situation where um, I know people say maybe there are no opportunities or there are, but how do you take advantage or how do you spot these opportunities that like in career and we can take the right step in our career? So I don't know where you want to start from, but yeah. since you're a podcaster, I know you like doing this. So over to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, um, first of all, thank you for saying all these nice things about me you know i feel like sometimes life happens a lot and you don't actually realize how far you've come in like you know all the things that you've been able to do you know by the grace of god so thank you um but like it's a lot of ways right um for me i think my background strongly influenced um the way i approached my my time at college and even now um i went to ashesi and it was a lot of money at least for my family um, and I knew that 
I couldn't I couldn't go to Ashesi and come out without a job or I couldn't go to Ashesi and not experience the school like the way um, I knew I could. So I know for most people, um, the first problem is that they don't know, you know, what exists. Like there's a lack of information and it doesn't even matter if you went to Ashesi or not, or if you went to like a big school or not. Sometimes when you don't ask the right people, when you don't ask the right questions, um, there'll be opportunities that will pass you by. Because I tell people all the time, you know, going to like a great school doesn't guarantee that you'll be successful um, because there are all these opportunities there. But if you are not actively looking for it, actively like putting yourself out there, nothing will happen. You will come out of the school like someone who didn't go to college or like it's true literally like there will be no points as to why you went to such an institution um so for me coming from where i came like my family you know every year paying that tuition it wasn't easy for my family um it was a lot of sacrifices so there was no way that i could go to school and not make it work like i had to make it work you have um, <laughs> so um yeah so for me it was a lot of ways linkedin um, I would go on LinkedIn, find people who worked in companies that I wanted to work in, you know, and I would reach out to them. And sometimes not even like the people, I feel like sometimes what people do is that they want to find people who are like vice presidents or like CEOs. Like, are you really expecting Bill Gates to respond to your LinkedIn message? <laughs> like, it's not going to happen. Okay. So you are better off like finding someone who was recently hired or um, even an intern, because that's what I did. I remember with Microsoft, when I was trying to apply for their program manager role, I went to check for like people who had been hired as interns for the program manager role. I spoke to them. They just started their internship. So they were telling me about, you know, like the process, what it was like. Um, and then you also want to think about where you are. So if you're in Africa and you speak to an intern in the US, the best thing they can tell you is like how they're maybe the particular office that they are in runs, but then they can't really give you information about what the immigration process is like, which is really, really key. You want to know how the immigration process and all of that works. So you want to think about all these things, right? It's definitely the area, number one. Um, you want to do entry level people or people who are interns. And then you also just want to connect with people who are also looking for jobs like you. So for example, in my situation, I had a couple of friends um, and we had a spreadsheet where we had like a bunch of companies that we wanted to apply to. So every, um, you know, job opening that we found, we all put it on, on the spreadsheet. Like we were not hiding information. I feel like that's one thing with people. They feel like they want to be like the only person who's able to work. But it's like, you cannot be the, you can't do all the work. There's like so much work to be done, right? In these areas. So you should share the information, you know, and when you have people who are like supporting you, like you support each other, cause it's hard. I can't even lie. Like, so when my friends were like um, drinks and my friends were at game nights, I was writing cover letters. I was applying to things. And honestly, it was so lonely, right? That period was so lonely. But then if I had met those friends that I had earlier, it wouldn't have been as lonely, but then, you know, so it's really, really important to find people or bring people along. And then you guys can like motivate each other and share information, it's very, very important. So I think that's that's one thing, definitely LinkedIn. Um, another thing will be, if you go to, hmm, it's hard because, I mean, if you go to Ashesi, you can always reach out to like career services and stuff, but if you don't, if you don't, I would say that you should also find online communities, right? Not like we went to Megan, please. What do we do? <laughs> that is, no, that is always the question, Chris. And I mean, I think we've talked about it a number of times, like, and personally, you know, it's, it's hard because 
a lot of people in Legon and you know other schools they don't know these things and it's like who tells them these things right um I would say you know you should join communities like if you're in tech um I, I used to go for this thing Deaf Congress ah it yeah was such, it was such a great way to like meet people you know because they would even tell you that oh even though like we're in Ghana and stuff like um somebody just recently got hired into this company like networking is great you know and also um things like i think the andela learning community as well yeah. i used to be in that hey so, then you were really <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. me yeah, i was yeah. i was i was really going above and beyond like by every means possible it was going to work by um, every means possible. yeah because i think i think i think even when you go to like a good school it doesn't matter doesn't count for anything because you want to be able to find the opportunity you want to be able to be, be prepared for it but people also prepare you for it. people who have tried it and failed yeah. people who have tried it and also succeeded they're always good good um good good ways to learn wow. i think i really like the way you have um, put out these things first and foremost i mean as you said clarity of goals what you wanted like you were really clear about what you wanted and the fact that information hiding like we do it a lot like it's like i just want to do it alone i don't want other people to come on board i think it's really a good thing um to come because i think when i was also applying for some jobs like my friends and i we are actually we are applying for this then you share the link and you keep applying and or it it really gives that kind of urge and the support system is 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 really cool i really like how you put it yeah so um now going forward i know um i want to talk about i mean you are talking about making use of these opportunities but what if things are not going on well how do you keep up because i know people reach out to me like i've tried this it's not working i want to do this how do you keep up when things are not going well i know let me tell you, you. Yeah. Let me tell you as much as i love linkedin i also hate linkedin <laughs> <laughs> It's true. I also hate LinkedIn for like propelling this culture of like, you know, only. I got a job on Google. I got a job on Microsoft. You know, and that's why if you realize probably like in the last year, I never posted anything on LinkedIn. Even having me get updated, you know, my, my headline that I changed my job and everything because it's, it's hard for people. I remember there was a time where, you know, our friend, um, our friend, actually I don't want to mention his name, but. (laughs) Oh my god i'm sorry i have a delivery one second <laughs> yeah okay so then um the time when you know one of our friends he was telling me about how he was getting very very depressed because he was going through the process as well and he was doing everything that i had done but it wasn't working um the way he had hoped it would work and how fast it would work but i think for me that just told me how much of the failures I hadn't shared with anyone, yeah. right? I had applied to like a lot of jobs, probably over 20 jobs. Like I remember the time where I had like folders of like different, cause I had like different CVs for different companies, different cover letters. So I had folders where, you know, let's say Google, then you even, I even have to put like Google Canada. Google. <laughs> like, I was just applying to jobs. So like, I knew what it was like to either not get called back or like, you know, do the first interview and not hear back. Like I knew, but in his mind, it was like, I had just done the first thing and it had worked out, but it wasn't like that. It really, really wasn't like that. I had applied for a shit ton of things, but it was just that 
at the point where I finally applied to GS, I had done so much work that I was just ready. Like there really wasn't anything that was going to stop me from getting that job because <laughs> look, I had just been through a lot at that point. I'd been through so many rejections. Like I'd learned so much. And I think you have to keep on, like you have to keep at it. You can't just apply a couple of times and get discouraged. Nobody ever made it like that. I'm telling you so many people, they didn't get it on their first try. Those people, like they are the anomalies. Like you can't, you can't give up. And that's why for me, like I don't really have sympathy for people who try a few times and be like, yeah, it didn't work out. So I stopped. Like you're not the, the last person or the first person. <laughs> like, I like how you're giving it straight. No there's no sympathy. I'm telling you, there's no sympathy. And and you know, even like worst things have happened to people, yeah. right? I mean, for some of us, we are lucky. We still have like our families and our parents. Like there were people that, you know, if they didn't get these jobs, like where would they live? Like, you know, what would they eat? It's like serious things that people are going through. So it's not really, what you're going through is really like minuscule. What you think about it, like in the grand scheme of things. And you will not do better if you stop. You will not learn if you stop. So unfortunately, I can't tell you that there's a magic formula. All I can tell you is that you cannot stop. <laughs> it's true like if if you know you are failing like just keep at it like i promise you like you need to learn from those mistakes because you are doing something wrong you're not yet perfect sometimes you have to also accept that you and some companies you don't align and that's fine okay you'll finally find a company that aligns with your culture for example like i say all the time maybe at some point in my life i might decide that i love google engineering right now i don't i just feel like the work culture, not, not the culture of the work, but then like um, how they hire people. I can't go through that. Like I can't do it. It's not for me. Like I know people who have done it, but I just, I just know myself. Yeah. And I know that that kind of like rigorous interviewing, it's not my thing. Not yours. So yeah, it's really, really, it's really not my thing. And I, I wouldn't have known that if I, if I didn't, you know, apply to Google like a bunch of times, right? So you you just have to have to keep at it. And you learn from those things. You realize what works for you, what doesn't work for you. I'm telling you at some point, you can interview so well that if they ask you to interview tomorrow, you don't need to prep again. You already know what you're going to say. Like you're going to kill it. You already know what to do. Because like they programmed you. You've done this. Uh, like <laughs> nothing can. Like, like you know what you're going to do. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, how you learn how to program. It takes time, but at some point, it's the language that you speak. You'll be fine. Wow, wow, wow! I think I like the way you are, you have dropped the no sympathy for when you want to get discouraged. I mean, yeah, you just have to keep uh, moving. So, um, one thing I also like to ask is, um, looking at the way things were. I mean, things are in Ghana. I mean, our educational system. I know you have done the Legon one year. You did that yeah. as well you have noticed some gaps what are these gaps and how can we start working towards them or fixing them yeah i think as for the gaps dear i think that we all know what the gaps are like <laughs> that education system i mean i'm not going to access it all i know the gaps <laughs> well, do you know what's funny and like some it's so funny but sometimes i'm like oh wow like the way we complain at Ashesi, yeah, the way we complain about how you know our professors have to do better like we're always complaining <laughs> oh. 
but then it's like you know when you come from Legon, you learn to appreciate certain things it doesn't mean that that's why i don't feel like ashes is perfect they can still do better every institution can do better um i think at the end of the day one thing you have to realize is that the institution can only do so much for you you know what i mean they can put out the right structures yes but they can only do so much for you so um even for me i remember at my time in ashesi like i wasn't the brightest student and i'm never ashamed to tell people that i can always say confidently i wasn't the brightest student like i was struggling oh my god i was going through a lot <laughs> i can relate i was always in my counselor's office like oh my god this school is not for me like oh i'm doing here because i can't do anymore you know most variable calculus class and then you are, you feel like i feel like two classes i had to retake those classes hey. and when i tell people this they feel like oh my god you feel that i was like yes i feel the class and you are gold one sacks that's, yes. that's that's a testimony you know, there was like a semester where my gpa felt like a 1.9 <laughs> oh yeah like I, I, tell people, I, I tell people what it is because again back to your previous question yeah it felt like 1.9 and I really asked myself, what is wrong with me? <laughs> wow. Like, how do you fall from like a 3.6 to a 1.9? Like, what is wrong with you? And then you went down. I Yes. So like, my point is to say that failure is not above anyone. In the I like, same I way- I the title of this episode. Failure is not above <laughs> anyone. <laughs> it's not above- You know, in the same way, being successful is not above anyone because, um, that that thing made me very very depressed i can't even lie and um it took me a long time to be able to like get my mind right and say i have to do better and i did better you know i did better falling to like that and i think that happened in second year and at that point your gpa falls that low like you are finished it takes so long to be able to because i was on probation at that time that yeah below it so yeah i was on probation it took so long to be able to get to a point where you can actually like pull your gpa up and graduate with like a good degree but that's why i spent my whole time at ashesi doing for the rest of the, the you know the time and if you've gone to uni you know that when your gpa falls by third year it only increases by like <laughs> very very minute exactly very very minute points but I finished with a three point three. I was glad because it could have oh. been worse. Oh, thank you. You know, yeah. I was. I like. It, it, like it could have been worse. But then during all those points, I was still struggling. I only told myself that I was doing the best that you know I could do. But then one thing I also learned was that my degree wasn't going to do everything for me. Yeah. That's why I spent a lot of my time not sleeping. Not, not that you should please sleep okay sleep is great it's great you should sleep but for me i knew that i had to put a lot of time in my education but then i had to also make time for other things that would provide me with skills if that meant like studying things outside the class because honestly the way college is set up if you do a cs degree you probably be only great at back end that's what we we are taught to do at you know a uni because you do java you do this it's all back end stuff you mean you so can't back in when you finish school <laughs> yeah like you have to learn other stuff right you have to learn other things so either perfect the back end and stay there right. or like you go the extra mile and learn different things like if you want to do maybe some machine learning you want to go into front end like that depends on you but that's what i did wow wow 
I, I, I like the story of that's what I did yeah so you need to like supplement your education no matter how great your school is don't think that it's enough it's never enough like because at the same time you, you realize that there's a lot to do in tech right or just like just in general there's a lot to do I'm sure in every area there's a lot to do yeah. so you need to also find out what you like and what you want to um, maybe spend your time doing and that only comes when you are experiencing different things, that's when you know that, okay, maybe I kind of like front end more than I like back end. So I'll stick to front end, or maybe I like both. So I'll do, I'll, I'll do, I'll do well in both of them. So I think in terms of how to, you know, for your education system, all I'll say is that you have to supplement it. Like don't ever think it's enough. No matter how great your school is, no matter how great your professor is, like it's not enough. Wow. It's really not enough. You're you just, I'm thinking I have to change the episode. It is failure is not above anyone or supplement your educational system. I don't know what to name this episode because you have dropped <laughs> eight of advice for us like right now. Yeah. Wow. wow. And also read a lot. Like read a lot. Because one thing is you need to be hungry for information. You need to read a lot, listen to podcasts. Like podcasts were my thing. Mm-hmm. Like I would literally, <laughs> I would walk to school listening to Gary V, then I will hey, like, like I will, I will switch and start listening to like Lewis House. You know, I listen to like a bunch of different things. So you realize that now where I am in my life, the things that I like is also based on the people that I have listened to. Cause one thing I realized that in this age, you don't need like a mentor that you know, like one-on-one. Like, I don't know any of these people but then when I'm doing things, like I hear their voices in my head. Like, yeah. I'm like, ah, nah, Gary will not be proud of me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't like, I can't do this mediocre thing. Like it's no. not up to standard, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I think that happens to me. I listen to Eric Thomas, PhD. Right. And he's also more about these kind of things. I listen to him a lot. So when I'm about to do something I'm like, oh, Eric doesn't do this so well. <laughs> I think it's, it's a really good thing to to take. Wow, wow. If work is so well. So um I think I have final some final few questions. Let's see. So for me at that point where you were failing mm-hmm. was tough. Maybe somebody is in that point right now where after school you are applying for so many jobs and it's not working in as much as you see yeah sympathy and all yeah at this point it is tough that's the truth yeah how do i manage being strong and still keep like moving forward how did you do that i think just to clarify when i say i don't have sympathy for you Mm -hmm. like i i can i can empathize with you because i've been there before yeah but i can't sympathize in the sense that if you want to stay there, I cannot sympathize with you. If you want to stay there, we cannot sympathize. I think yeah. I like that. Yeah. Because one thing I know is that even as like a woman, you know, my aunt has told me this story a million times about how so my aunt used to work at the World Bank when she was like maybe about before I was born, so about 25 years ago. And that was a time where, you know, like women were not really given such positions that she was given like she was handling millions of dollars in accounts for ghana nigeria kenya namibia and some other three african countries and um she gave birth to my cousin on thursday and on monday she had to be back at work hi yeah she was wearing diapers and was back at work because they didn't have like maternity leave for women at that time so then if you had a child, you didn't come back to work anymore. 
So she was at a point where the higher she went, like there was no woman, there was just hair and men. And they're already doing everything to sabotage you. So now you're going to have a baby. You're out. Her. Wow. You know what I mean? So for me, like these are things that I really think about and I'm like, wow, like what excuse do I really have to feel like I can just you know, I can just give up. Yeah. Wow. Because maybe not just my auntie, but then like the women of the past, they've been through a lot. People have been through a lot. And maybe it's also because of my faith, like where I believe that God will never give you something that you can't handle. Like, I feel like if I give up, I'm giving up at the wrong time. Like I'm stopping at the wrong time because I don't know what's going to happen next. Also, if I give up, I'm not trusting God enough. Wow. So for me, like my faith is what really grounds me. Like the way I, that, that's the thing. I thought, I thought, but look, you can see me at Bloomba. I can be shaking ass. I can be saying all of that shit. And your faith in God is right. Jesus. Yeah, I can do all of that. But my faith in God is everything. It's what has carried me through like the hardest moments in my life. Like I can't tell you anyone. It hasn't been my therapist. It hasn't been counseling like nobody nobody no man nobody it's just been god like a lot of things i tell people look right now it's just me and god and i'm fine with that because i know that if i trust a human being don't 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 disappoint me don't embarrass me don't finish me so (laughs) it's always like (laughs) it's always just me and god and honestly that's that's what i can say like and i'm sorry if i'm disappointing anyone who was hoping for a formula but i can't really give you a formula it's just that's what works for me. It's my faith in God. And that's really what, that's it for me. I can't, I have to trust God enough to know that he will take me through. I have to trust God enough to not give up. You know, I have to trust God enough to know that my success is connected with other people's destiny. So I have to put in the work. I love that. Nice, 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 nice. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Guys, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm even, I'm in tears. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I think this is the right message. I think people need to hear that you can't give up. Like, you can't just think of giving up because you are tired or things are not working out. Like, there really is no excuse, as you said. It's yeah. just, and the faith in God part. I think you have, you have, you have done it. You have done it. So, I mean, let's just come to final, final words for. I mean, you know our generation so many. Like you said at the beginning of this episode that you stopped going on LinkedIn because there's too much pressure, too much garbage and everything. For me, that's why I'm doing this podcast. Like, to reach out to young people, to let them know they are not in the struggle alone. There are other people that have gone through. We are all still trying to navigate this complex, competitive era, but there's still hope. And I really like how you have put it in today's episode. I mean, I I, I really love it. So, I mean, final words from you, like, final words for young people of our first of all coca like i really like what you're doing i just have to say that i really like you know the the message that you are giving you know in your podcast so thank you for that and for everyone listening like if you are listening to things like this it's because you you want to do better right you want better for yourself and that's a step enough like that's a good step enough i would say you know just continue to to trust and believe because really that's all you have like hope for your future hope for better that's all you have because trust me you don't know what someone is going through like 
some someone might seem like they are living the best life mm. you don't know like what they are going through like in their families or even all the adversity against them because like i said we cannot we cannot show those things on linkedin so like you do not know so just like don't compare yourself to other people that's like always my biggest advice to people don't feel like because person a did it this way it has to work out this way for me it might not work out that way for you because you are different you are special the way it's supposed to work out for you is not how it's going to work out for me or for chris or for anyone else so that's all you have like you just have yourself you who you are is what's going to make you stand out and i think people need to really believe that and start moving like that Thank you very much if we kiss our button rising junior I think I said thank you I really appreciate your time out of your busy schedule you took time I was I'm so happy that I came to do this like I'm really glad because it also made me think about my life and reflect I'm feeling very grateful right now so thank you Oh thank you Myself I'm like I'm super excited to like how I mean I've learned a lot like every time I invite a guest I learn I think the message is even for me more than the the people I'm doing this podcast for but like thank you thank you very much for thank making you, time this episode listeners please don't give up you can't give up bro. I think I saw it go you are a thousand generations thousand generations are counting on you don't give up don't give up yeah thank you we had a very interesting time with Ifwa Kesewa Bwatin and as you know we are here to demystify the era of the three C's accelerated change overwhelming complexity tremendous competition listen share subscribe thank you and have a good day bye bye <laughs>